Heavenly King, Advocate, Spirit of Truth, ever present for all things, treasury of blessing, bestower of life, come and dwell within us, cleanse us of all that defiles us, and a good one save our souls. Glory to God in the highest, and with peace and goodwill. Glory to God in the highest, and with peace and goodwill. Lord, you open my lips, my mouth shall declare your praise. Blessed be the kingdom of the Father, and of the Son, and Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Amen. In peace let us pray to the Lord. Amen. For the peace from on high and for the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. Amen. For peace throughout the world, for the well-being of God's holy church, and the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Amen. For this holy church and for all into the faith, reverence, and fear of God, let us pray to the Lord. For our most holy universal pontiff, Francis, Pope of Rome, let us pray to the Lord. Amen. For his beatitude, our patriarchs, we have to slow for most rich Paul to Lawrence. For our God-loving bishops, for the reverend priests of the diaconate of Christ, all the clergy and the people, let us pray to the Lord. Amen. For our nation under God, for our government, for all those military, let us pray to the Lord. For this city of Yorkton, for every city and country, for the faithful living in them, let us pray to the Lord. Amen. For favorable weather, for the abundance of the fruits of the earth, for peaceful times, let us pray to the Lord. Amen. For the seafarers and travelers, for the sick and the suffering, for those who are captive, for their salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Amen. That we may be delivered from all tribulation, wrath, and misfortune, let us pray to the Lord. Help and save our mercy and protect us, O God, by your grace. Remembering the most holy and immaculate, most blessed and glorious lady, the mother of God and ever Virgin Mary, together with all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another and our whole life to Christ our God. For all glory, honor, and worship befit you, Father, and Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Again and again in peace, let us pray to the Lord. Help and save our mercy and protect us, O God, by your grace. Remembering the most holy and immaculate, most blessed and glorious lady, the mother of God and ever Virgin Mary, together with all the saints, let us commend ourselves to one another and our whole life to Christ our God. For you are going to loving God. We give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Save us, save 
exalt, stand upright. Come, let us worship and fall down before Christ, Son of God, merciful and dead. Save us to sing to you. Hallelujah. And the disciples of the Lord learn from the angel the glory of you for the resurrection of the past of the ancestral congregation. They probably told the apostles, Death has been wandered, Christ our God is risen. Grant to the world great mercy. O Christ, you have justified the poor fathers by faith, thus forming through them the church of the Gentiles. These things are glorified because the virgins who bore you descend from them. O Christ God, through their prayers, have mercy on us. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Armed with invisible power, we did not adore the idols made by human hands. O Christ's holy use, strengthened by the power of beyond earth. You stood in the midst of the devouring fire and called upon God, saying, Hasten, O merciful one, and speak to our help, for you are good and have power to do whatever you desire. For you, our God, are holy, and we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Let us be attentive. Peace be with all wisdom. Let us be attentive. The Lord is my strength and my song of praise, and he has become my salvation. The Lord was indeed chastised me, but he has not delivered me to death. The Lord is my strength and my song of praise, and he has become my salvation. Wisdom. Let us be attentive. Brothers and sisters, when Christ our life appears, we shall appear with him in glory. Put to death whatever your nature is rooted in earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and that lust which is idolatry. These are the sins which provoke God's wrath. Your own conduct once was once of this sort, when these sins were your very life. You must put that aside now. All the anger and quick temper, the malice, the insults, the foul language. Stop lying to one another. What you have done is put aside your old self, with its past in deeds, and put on a new man, one who grows in knowledge, as he is formed and in the image of his creator. There is no Greek or Jew here, circumcised or uncircumcised, foreigner, Indian, slave or free man, rather, Christ is everything in all of you. Peace be with you, wisdom, let us be attentive. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In you, O Lord, have I hope that I may not be put to shame forever. Be a protector on me, O God, and the house of refuge. 
Wisdom, stand aright. Let us listen to the Holy Gospel. Peace be with all. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to the Evangelist Luke. Let us be attentive. The Lord told this parable. A man was giving a large dinner and he invited many. At dinner time he sent his servant to say to those invited, Come along, everything is ready now. But they began to excuse themselves one and all. The first one said to the servant, I have bought some land. I must go out and inspect it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have bought five yoke of auction. And I am going out to test them. Please excuse me. A third said, I have really married, and so I caught a ten. The servant returning reported all this to his master. The master of the house grew angry at this account. He said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town, and bring in the poor and the crippled, the blind and the lame. The servant reported, after some time, Your orders have been carried out, my lord, and there is still room. The master then said to the servant, Go on into the highways and along the hedgerows, and force them to come in. I want my house to be full, but I tell you that not one of those invited shall taste the morsel of my dinner. For many are called, but few are chosen. Glory be to you, O Lord. Glory be to you. Liturgy. That's just going to be the ordinary 
we have a liturgy for the Sunday. So we use the Sunday to offer for that liturgy. Uh, when I do the liturgy the next day on the Sunday evening at 8 here, that will be the Christmas liturgy. So everyone knows if you come to the Saturday liturgy, that won't be the Christmas liturgy. I'm still going to be using the coffers for the weekend of uh, <coughs> Sunday Christmas. Okay? So everyone should know that. Uh, you have to go to the Christmas liturgy Sunday night if you want to celebrate Christmas. Okay? Um, and of course, it's my birthday tomorrow, so I, I wish, uh, I, I thank everyone for uh, your birthday blessings and your prayers for me. It's a big one, it's 50, so I'm turning 50 tomorrow. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, I can't believe it's gone that fast. I was up in the priest for just over 15 years. And uh, it's, it's good. So I'm really happy here. And um, yeah, things are going well. Okay. Um, another announcement this Wednesday, I think uh, if you haven't seen it in the bulletin, it's in the bulletin for sure. Uh, there will be a guest confessor, uh, Father Central from Kenora, who's going to come here Wednesday night. He will be doing confession starting around 6, 6.30 or so, and you can come for confession. I know lots of people are scared to go to their normal priest for confession, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but we will have a guest priest there to go to confession uh, Wednesday night starting at 6 or around there, and uh, you can come to confession then, okay? So I think that's pretty much it for announcements. And of course, um, Christmas again is a week away. And if uh, I don't see you because some of you might be away for Christmas, uh, I wish you a very, very Christmas and a blessed Christmas and a happy new year. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Slava to the Christus. Glory be to Jesus Christ. So there is this very old man who one day feels the need to go to confession. So he goes to his parish priest. Forgive me, Father, he says, for I have sinned. During World War II, I hid a refugee in my attic. Well, said the priest, that's not a sin. The man continues, but I made him a gift of maybe $50 for every week he stayed. The priest replied, Well, I admit that was very nice of you, but that he did it for a good cause. I know God will forgive you that transgression. Well, thank you, Father, said the man. That eases my mind very much. I just have one more question. The priest replies, What is it, my son? The man says, do I have to tell him the war is over? <laughs> My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I think one thing that we have gotten away from in our society today is talking about the spiritual state of our souls. 
So I want to spend a little time today talking about the sacrament of confession. In today's first letter of the Holy Apostle Paul to the Colossians, Paul talks about some of the sins that turn us away from God. Sins like fornication, lust, idolatry, anger, malice, insults, full language, and lying. Of course, these are just a few of the sins that we commit in our lives. Any time we break one of the Ten Commandments, we are turning away from God and causing our relationship with God to be broken. And this is where the sacrament of confession comes in. Unfortunately, in our modern society, we are often too embarrassed or too afraid to go to the priest for confession. We think the priest might judge us for what we confess, or that he will treat us differently once he knows the sins we have committed. Or maybe the opposite is true. We don't go to confession because we think we haven't done anything wrong. We don't need to ask God for forgiveness. Or we don't go to confession because we think we can just confess to God directly and ask forgiveness from directly from God. All of these scenarios are very common in today's world amongst us Catholics, but they are all faulty in their logic. That is why today I want to teach us exactly what our church teaches about confession and why we need to go to confession to our priest as soon as we make an examination of our conscience and that we know that we have sinned against God and against one another through our actions in our life. But before I begin all this, I want to start with a quote from St. John Climacus. St. John Climacus was a spiritual monk who lived in a monastery in Mount Sinai and died in the year 649. This is what he had to say about confession. To repent is not to look downwards on my shortcomings, but upwards at God's love. It is not to look backwards with self-reproach, but forward with trustfulness. It is not to see what I have failed to be, but by, by what, by the grace of Christ, I yet might become. Very powerful words. When we confess our sins to God through the priest in the sacrament of confession, we are saying to God, I trust you, Lord, to make me the person you want me to be. I need your help overcoming these sinful thoughts and actions that I have done that prevent me from becoming the Christian you want me to become. This is what confession is all about. Helping us become better Christians. You know, it's kind of interesting in this world, we have so many professionals 
like therapists, psychologists, doctors, marriage counselors, who we all go to in order to help us in our emotional and relationship and mental difficulties. I am not disregarding these professionals at all. I think they are very necessary in our world. But yet, I think it is kind of interesting that we spend so much money on these therapists and psychologists and marriage counselors to fix our problems in life, but yet ignore the spiritual benefits of confession, which by the way is free. But anyways, let's talk a little bit about confession. In the first letter of John, chapter 1, Verse 8 and 9, we hear these words. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So I think the majority of us who have grown up in the Catholic faith understand that we fall short of spiritual perfection. That sometimes we do things in this world that are not pleasing to God. This is when we need to go to confession and ask for God's forgiveness. Jesus entered this world to forgive sins. We call the words of our Lord God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him will not die, but may have eternal life. During his public ministry, Jesus preached about the forgiveness of sins. Remember the parable of the prodigal son, the parable of the lost sheep. His teaching that there will likewise be more joy in heaven over one repentant sinner than over ninety-nine righteous people who have no need to repent. <coughs> Jesus himself forgave sins. He forgave the woman called in adultery, who the woman, and also the woman who washed his feet with tears. He taught us to pray for forgiveness in our Father. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. His mission of reconciliation climax of his passion, death, and resurrection. Jesus suffered, died, and rose to free us from sin and death. However, Jesus never, ever trivialized sin or rationalized it. No. For Jesus, a sin is a violation of love against God and hate. However, in his divine mercy, Jesus called the sinner to forgive, realize the sin, to repent of it, to be reconciled with God and neighbor. Jesus wanted this ministry of forgiveness to continue today. On the first Easter Sunday evening, Jesus appeared to his apostles, apostles, grieved on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive men's sins, 
they are forgiven them. If you hold a vow, they are held bound. Now Jesus the Son breathes his life into his apostles, his priests, so that we, through Jesus, <coughs> can breathe life into the souls of repentant sinners. Jesus came to forgive sins. He wants reconciliation to continue, and he gave the church the sacrament of reconciliation so that we priests can continue to forgive sins. The healing grace of the sacrament of penance washes away sin and gives us the strength to avoid sinning again. The more we love the Lord, the more we are aware of the smallest of our sins, and the more we want to say, I am sorry. Please forgive me, O So it is quite evident that Jesus wants us to continue the sacrament of confession through the priest. Yes. If there is nobody around and we are on deathbed and there is no priest available, of course we can confess directly to God. But in the ordinary order of things, we must confess our sins through the priest. So how do we prepare for confession? Before we even go to the priest, we should take some time to do an examination of conscience and go through our tent have we followed the commandments of God in me? Are we having some trouble with the temptation that causes us to sin? Let us reflect upon the Beatitudes, those things that Jesus made from the Sermon on the Mount. Do we always show mercy to other people? Do we always help others when we can? Do we always treat everyone with love and respect? When we have gone through the examination of conscience, then we go to the priest and confess our sins. Every priest may have different ways of doing the confession, but the main points are the following. The person goes to the priest of the confessional and says, Forgive me, Father, for I am a sinner. My last confession was such and such a day. Telling, you, telling the priest when he went to confession last is not so that the priest keeps a strict record of when he went to confession. We don't do that. It is to help the priest understand where you are in your spiritual life and helps you to guide you form a stronger bond, a stronger relationship with Jesus. Next, you tell the priest what's on your mind. The sins you have committed. Again, every person does this differently. It is up to you how detailed you want your confession. But it is important to be honest with yourself and do not intentionally hide sins that you know that you offended God and other people. 
God knows what you're bringing down. So there is no use lying to God or the priest. Opening up about our sinfulness is actually very beneficial to not only your spiritual health, but also our emotional and mental health as well. Since we can let Jesus take that burden off of us, and we won't feel so much guilt anymore about what we have committed. When we finish telling our sins, the priest may ask clarifying questions and give some spiritual advice to us. <laughs> Again, it's not the priest trying to pry into our lives or trying to make us feel embarrassed for what we have done. He is trying to help us in our spiritual journey and better our relationship with God. After this, the priest asked the penitent to say the act of contrition, where the penitent truly shows the remorse for their sins and asks for penance and absolution. The way we do the act of contrition in our Ukrainian Catholic faith is very simple. O oh God, have mercy on me, a sinner. O oh God, cleanse me of my sins, have mercy on me. I have sinned many times, forgive me, O oh Lord. After this, the priest gives a penance. Usually, the penance is some prayers, but it can also be an act of scripture or an act of mercy, where whatever the priest thinks is appropriate for your penance. The priest is not going to give you a penance that is overbearing or oppressive. That is not the role of penance at all. Instead, the priest was a penance to the person where the person understands the seriousness of their sins, but also understands the love and mercy of God. And finally, the priest gives absolution which is the most important part of the confession, where the person's sins are absolved forever. Those sins are forever cleansed by the healing power of Jesus. Then the person goes on their way, says their prayers and does their penance, and rejoices that God has forgiven them their sins. So some of you might think, well, I won't go to confession because I don't want the priest to know what I have done. The priest is always under the seal of the sacrament of confession, which means for the rest of my life, until my death, I can never, ever reveal what was said in the sacrament of confession. I always say I have immediate amnesia as soon as I hear someone's confession. Priests who break the seal of confession can be quite severely punished by the church, even losing their faculties, which means they can never, no longer do their priestly functions. So yes, don't worry about the priest ever telling you about anything you said. However, this is only during the sacrament of confession. If a priest is talking to someone at a coffee shop or a restaurant, and the person tells the priest something about their lives that might be criminal or 
are harmful to society, then that scientific profession is not applying Anything said outside the scientific profession is fair game for the courts and the lawmakers, and the priest is not protected under the civil profession during those circumstances. So be careful. If you have a few drinks at a Christmas party and start telling things that you have done in front of the priest who is listening to you, the seal of confession is not upon him. I know this is a very long comment for some of you. But hopefully, you have learned about what confession is all about and why we must confess our sins to the priest in a Catholic tradition. Yes, we are sometimes going to fall short of spiritual perfection, but the sacrament of confession helps us to have a better relationship with God and with all the people of the world. And isn't this what we want? Let us end with this song. Let us all say with our whole soul and our whole mind, let us say. Almighty Lord God of our fathers, we pray to you, Lord, hear us and have mercy. Have mercy on us, O God, in the greatness of compassion, we pray to you, Lord, hear us and have mercy. We also pray for our most holy universal pontiff, Francis, Pope of Rome, for his beatitude, our patriarchs, Beatrice Lowe, our most very much Paul to Lawrence. For our God-loving bishops, for those who serve in our serve in this holy church, for our spiritual fathers, and for all our brothers and sisters in Christ. We also pray for our nation under God, for our government, for all those in the military. We continue to pray for the nation of Ukraine, that the Holy Spirit may come down upon the people there and give them peace and harmony. Let us pray to the Lord. We pray for our bishop-elect, Father Michael, uh, that the Lord God may prepare him well for his uh, consecration and become bishop of our eparchy. Let us pray to the Lord. We pray for health and blessings upon myself as I celebrate my 50th birthday tomorrow. Let us pray to the Lord. 
We also pray for the people here present who are ready to go to mercies, for those who be kind to us, and for Orthodox Christians. For you, our merciful and loving God, we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Again and again in peace of the faithful, pray to the Lord. Wisdom, so that always protected by your might, and we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Let us complete our prayer to the Lord. For the precious gifts that have been presented, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy church and for all and through the faith, reverence, and fear of God, let us pray to the Lord. That we may be delivered from all tribulation, wrath, and misfortune, let us pray to the Lord. Through the mercy of the only begotten Son of the we are blessed again the most life-giving spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Peace be with all. And with Let us love one another so may be of one mind and confessing. The doors, the doors, and wisdom. Let us be attentive.
Let us stand well, let us stand with fear, let us be attentive to offer in peace the holy oblation. The, mercy of peace and grace. the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Let us lift up our hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord. Singing, crying, exclaiming, and saying the triumphal hymn. Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you for the forgiveness of sins. In like manner, the cup after the supper sing. Drink of it, all of you. This is my beloved new covenant, which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Amen. Remembering, therefore, the solitary commandment, all is done thus, crossroom, day, ascension of heaven, singing right now, second glorious coming. We offer to you, yours of your own, in behalf of all and for all. And make this bread the precious body of your Christ, amen. That which in the child's precious blood of your Christ, amen. Changing your Holy Spirit, amen, amen, amen. So they may be for the communicants, spread of soul, forgiveness of sins, fellowship of your Holy Spirit, fulfilling the kingdom of heaven, confidence for not for judgment or condemnation. Further, we offer this rational worship for those gone the rest in faith, forefathers, fathers, patriarchs, prophets, apostles, preachers, evangelists, martyrs, confessors, ascetics, forever and soul of finished life and faith. Especially for our most holy Nimak, the most blessed and glorious lady, the mother of God and ever Virgin Mary. Among the first, we remember our Lord and Most Holy Universal Pontiff Francis, Pope of Rome, for his beatitude, our patriarchs, Vietto Slope, our most very much Paulton Lawrence, for our God loving bishops. For the sake of your holy churches, grant them to live in peace, save their own all for many years, and rightly impart the word of your truth. <coughs> and grant that with one voice and one heart, we glorify and sing the praises of the most honorable magnificent name, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. And may the mercies of a great God and Savior Jesus Christ be with all of you. And with your Having remembered all the saints again and again, peace let us pray to the Lord. Lord For the precious gifts that have been presented and consecrated, let us pray to the Lord. Lord that our loving God, who has received them as a spiritual fragrance upon his holy heaven mystical altar, may send down on us returns the divine grace of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray that we may be delivered from all tribulation, wrath, and misfortune. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord 
Help and save our mercy and protect us, O God, by your grace. That this whole day may be perfectly peaceful and sinless, let us ask the Lord. For an angel of peace, a faithful God, a guardian of our souls and bodies, let us ask the Lord. For the forgiveness and remission of our sins and offenses, let us ask the Lord. For all that is good and beneficial for our souls and for peace for the world, let us ask the Lord. That we may spend the rest of our lives in peace and repentance, let us ask the Lord. For a Christian enter our lives when it is painless and ashamed and peaceful, and for a good defense of the awesome tribunal of Christ, let us ask the Lord. Having asked for unity of the faith and for the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, let us commend ourselves and one another in our whole life to Christ our God. And make us worthy, O Master, with confidence without condemnation, to dare call you, Heavenly God, Father, and say, Father, who art in heaven, will be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses to we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Peace be with all. Bow your heads to the Lord. Through the grace, mercies, loving kindness, you only begotten Son of Thumi, our blessed again, the most in the life giving spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Amen. O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. <coughs> Let us be attentive to holy things for the holy. Approach with the fear of God and with faith. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. God the Lord appears to us.
Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Blessed be our God, always, now, and forever and ever. Stand aright, having received the divine, holy, immaculate, mother, heaven, life, giving us mysteries of Christ. Let us rather give thanks to the Lord. Help and save our mercy and protect us, O God, by your grace. Having asked that this whole day may be perfectly peaceful and sinless, let us commend ourselves and one another and our whole life to Christ our God. We thank you, O Master, lover, and my kind of benefactor of our souls, that even today you've made us worthy of every mortal mysteries. Make straight our path, make us all firm in fear of you. Protect our lives and secure our steps <coughs> through the prayers and supplications of the glorious Mother of God and ever-Virgin Mary and of all your saints. For you, our signification, we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Amen. Let us go forth in peace. Amen. Let us pray to the Lord. You bless those who bless you, Lord, and sanctify those who trust in you. Saving people, bless your inheritance, protect the fullness of your church, sanctify those who love the beauty of your house, and glorify the beauty of my power. <clears throat> Do not forsake us through hope in you. Grant peace to your world, to your churches, to the priests, to our nation, to the God, to our government, to all your people. For all your giving and perfect gifts from above, to come down to the lights. And we give glory and thanks worship to you, Father, the Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Amen. The blessing of the Lord be upon you of his grace and life for mankind always now forever and ever. Amen. Glory be to you, O Christ our God, our hope. Glory be to you.
stop thinking every week. Thank you. God bless you. Have a good day.